Michael Dyer is an absolute Darwin legend. He heads up there from Kyneton every year. Matty makes a... It's like a road trip. It's like the caravan heads off with the horses. And he has a wonderful strike rate there. He's won three Darwin Cups and he joins us now. G'day, Neil. How are you? Morning, Sean. Morning, Matt. Mate, every year you head to Darwin. And this the logistics of this absolutely amaze me every time. Take us through what you do when you go to Darwin. Um, well, we leave in about... Um, we usually leave in about halfway through May. Um, we leave Kyneton, um very early um, on the morning. We drive all that day, go to Port Augusta, uh, through up up through Renmark and bypass Mildura. Stay there the night at the at the Pony Club. Uh, next morning, um, all the horses back on the truck. They probably think they're heading home, but we go to um, we go to Alice Springs that that day, which is another mammoth day, probably 12 or 13 hour day. Uh, we stop every two and a half, three hours for a, just top up the juice and uh, get a drink, a coffee, whatever. And then uh, then on, we stay at the um, Alice Springs Surf Club that night. They've got, they've got good overnight boxes covered in. And um, the next day we... Um, we head off to the third day. We head off to um, Daly Waters, which is about a seven or eight hour drive. Um, same thing. They get off every every so often. Oh, sorry, we we pull up every two and a half three hours. Um, we stay at um, we stay at the Daly Waters pub, the old World War Two pub at um, at Daly Waters. There's um, there's cattle yard, stockyards out the back, so. There's, there's 14 nice yards we can put the horses in, um, and the next day, which is the um, which is the last day to Darwin, we usually get there about two o'clock in the afternoon after probably a six or seven hour drive, and, uh, and that's the fourth day. Neil, uh, how many trucks or floats do you take? Oh, I used to take I used to take two two trucks which hold six each. And if I needed any more than that, they either go with Darwin Horse Transport or my mate Mick Templeton. Um, he um, he brings them up. He brings the rest up in his truck. So but, you, uh, you you take twelve or fourteen or or fifteen horses up each well, year. Twenty twenty's about the most we've taken. But <laughs> this year, my son, I went up with my son James, and um, we had about seven up there this year. But um, I, yeah, I, I got James set up and came home for a month because I was starting to get a little bit busy back here, and uh, we went. I went back up the last couple of weeks of the um, of the carnival. Neil, James done a good job. Talking with Neil Dyer, goes to Darwin every year, takes up to anything up to twenty horses up there over probably four or five uh, days travelling. Neil, do you find there's an issue with hydrating the horses, and do any get travel sickness? Uh, Touchwood, Sean. I, I haven't had any um, any get travel sickness. The, the truck truck um, truck or trucks we use um, have got plenty of ventilation in them, and I think that's a that's a, a, a key. You know, mm. we leave early. We leave early in the morning in the dark, and by the time daylight daylight comes up, they're all settling, travelling. You know, good with their mates alongside them, and you know, you hardly feel a horse move from here to from here to Darwin, to be honest. But um, till we get to Daly Waters, which is you know three quarters of the way up, 
you don't really feel any heat. Like it, it can be really cold at um, Alice Springs, Port Augusta, um, and till you arrive at Daly Waters um, on the third afternoon, um, you know you you start to feel a bit of heat then. But uh, they're just happy to um, to have a feed, uh, have a feed, and you know you just fill up their water containers and. By the next day, uh, the next morning, um, you know, most of the water's gone. Neil, Matt Nevitt here. Great to chat. Uh, appreciate your time on Big V Racing this afternoon. Um, when was the first year that you headed up to Darwin, and, and how did that seed get planted that it would be a good idea to take horses up there? Yeah, it was 2007 it was, and um, we had a horse called Redhead Rage, uh, and he, he ran in Adelaide, twice and he ran second to, I reckon it was a grey horse um, called Hieronymus, he ran second to and uh, a couple of the owners were over there uh, Andrew Viacci and Phil and um, after we ran second the second time uh, Andrew Andrew Viacci said to me um, we wouldn't mind um, having, a, having a go at a country cup up the road I said oh yeah, he said where is it he said Tarwin, I, I nearly fell over but anyway we made it happen, and the horse was going good. But he ran it. He won it. Um, he won at Mooney Valley of a Saturday, a Saturday RO with Craig Newitt on him, and uh, uh, the EI virus was on then. And uh, after after that win, he had the injections, and uh, he wasn't the same horse again for about twelve months. But not knowing that was going to happen, um, I took him to Darwin, and uh, I only took three up three up the first year I went up with Johnny Hickmont and um, he ran seventh Robbie Frad rode him but it was just a blase sort of a run um, Robbie said to me he said next time you come up bring one that's a little bit faster you know but he um, he got over the he got over the uh, the effects of the virus and ended up coming back and winning again in Melbourne and won country cups and, and that sort of stuff but it did really it did really knock some horses for a while, that, uh, that virus. Anyway, I thought I'd tick the box about going to Darwin for the Cup by going up that year because we won one race with Palmyra Boy, and I thought, oh, beauty, you know, we got that out the way. And we had Hawks Bay at home coming along. Um, anyway, he was due to have his first start at uh, Tatura in a maiden, Hawks Bay, and... Uh, Michelle Payne rode him and he won. Uh, she rang me up a couple of weeks later and said, "There's a um, there's a 1600 metre race for three year olds over the carnival in Adelaide. I reckon you ought to put that horse in it." Anyway, it ended up being the, the uh, South Australian Guineas and he ran second. And um, as I was driving out the place, I mean, Keithy Arnold rang me and, and said, "It looks like you'll be coming back up for the uh, for the Guineas." Uh, in Darwin, so that got the seed planted again. Mm. Yeah, what and, what uh, sort of horse do you need to go there with, Neil? I mean, uh, back in the old days, they they race on the sand and sump oil. Now that because of the environmental issues, they use a different sort of uh, additive to the sand. Yeah, the, the sand comes back at them. Uh, yeah, so our horses don't like it. Yeah, I think that's a bigger problem than the actual. I reckon they gallop on it very, very good. Sean, I reckon they get confidence in their action and and they have a dead set go go on 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 the dirt. But um, but when the uh, 
when the when the sand comes back in them or gravel or dirt, whatever you want to call it, comes back in them for the first time or two, it's a it's a very very big shock to the system, and that you'll see the horses' heads go up in the air. And but once they get used to that, um, once they get used to that, most of them seem to be able to cop it all right. But um, you'll see um, as the horse gets further and further behind. Uh, the pack or the horse in front of him, uh, the trajectory of the of the dirt gets higher and, and it comes up and hits them right in the face. But if they're if they're um, if they're pretty close to you know the back of another horse, um, it hits them in the chest and it doesn't seem to bother them too much. Does the heat knock them about when they're there? Do you find some don't cope with it? No, when they that time of the year when we're there, you know May, June, July. Um, it's beautiful in the shade in their boxes. You wouldn't you wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Um, and and we have a, each horse has its own fan, but um, no, it's very good in the uh, shade shade with the bit of breeze flowing through the yards up there that time of the year. Race day, race day, they've got fantastic tie ups with big fans on every horse, and uh, you know you don't take them to the races and walk them around out in the sunlight. We do they. Just they just go to the races, tie up in the stalls, and and when they're ready to race, they're saddled mm. up and sent out the out the race. So they're out in the out in the sun for the for the bare minimum of time. You won a couple. You won three Darwin Cups. You won two with Hawks Bay. And I mentioned how they changed the sign Fanny Bay to Hawks Bay after you won the second one. Yeah, that was it. Must have been a decent celebration that night. It was. It was. Um, it was very good. Um, uh, yeah, he was a beauty. He was a beauty, Hawks Bay. He um, he uh, he won eight hundred and seventy-five thousand, I think, in total, and most of that was in Darwin. But uh, but yeah, I wish I had him now, Sean. I can tell you. But uh, he was just a, a local homebred, Robin Robin Blue and Mike Deacon bred him, and uh, and uh, he just he was just one out the box. Um, the other one we won with was uh, Royal Request in 2017, uh, Bella Spree, and they we found that they handled it, handled handled the dirt up there and the conditions pretty pretty good as well. But we bought him at the at the yearling sales. He was about a uh, sixty thousand dollar purchase as a yearling. Now your target, obviously, uh, next year. Are you looking at horses already to take to Darwin next year? Yeah, well, I reckon I've already got me cup horse. He. Um, Kayonic's been up there twice. He ran fourth the first year he was up there. A uh, little bit, little bit blase. When we got him off um, Chris Waller, he um, he used to get back to back to last and just follow him around. And at the business end, he'd, he'd wake up a little bit and pass half a dozen horses and run a nice fourth or fifth. And uh, we probably were thinking at the time he wasn't the right sort of horse to um, to take to Darwin for the Cup, but. Last year, um, he'd been up. He'd been down at Eric Musgrove's for about three weeks, schooling over the jumps, and we just tried a few different things with him. And uh, he went to Darwin uh, in a different, totally different frame of mind, and uh, and won the Toyota Cup up there, and uh, ran second to playoffs in the Cup, hitting the line really good. So he's my um, he's eight now, lightly raced, sound as a belt. But he's uh, he's the horse that we're we're targeting for the Darwin Cup um, this year, next year.
Well, we wish you all the best, Neil. Great to have a yarn with you this afternoon. Absolutely terrific. And it's just been history of the making, the way you go up there every year for the Darwin Cup. And uh, for those who haven't been there, it's a, it's a bucket list thing. You've got to go there, haven't you? Yeah, that time of the year, it's uh, it's brilliant weather to be getting out of um, getting out of the Victorian winter for sure. Too right, mate. Good to catch up, Neil. Good luck. Thanks very much, Sean.